Welcome on in to Pod That with the Georgeur brothers. What is happening? I'm your co-host, Sammy Georgeur. And I'm George Georgeur. Thanks for joining us today. I got some energy, Sammy. You know, I, I was telling you earlier this week, I always start the podcast like this when Sammy's trying to intro it, where I just go on my one-minute rant. I think this is going to be a new thing on the pod. But the thing is, um, I get more energy in the evening, so... Don't interrupt my don't interrupt my uh, my one minute rant at the beginning of a podcast. I know what you're trying to do right now, but the thing is, so yeah, well, it's six forty five p.m. Pacific, can, Pacific time. It's six forty five Pacific time. You can't be doing that type of stuff when I don't say anything because if you're not watching on this video, what you just said made no sense. So you gotta you gotta just roll with the punch. If I didn't say anything, you gotta just keep going because I no, get a I rant too. Then. No, well, no, no, no. This is just how it works. Like Sam is like, welcome in, and then George just has his random thought. So the point is, I, will I get more energy in the evening. So I'd ask yes. you to back up your microphone just a little bit because it is skidding staticky out here. So six six forty five p.m. I got a lot of. I mean, you're t you're sucking the energy out of my rant actually, but I have a lot of energy at six forty five p.m. and uh, I feel like I I kind of always hit my second win around this time until about nine o'clock at night. So. What's going on, man? Just living, man. Just out here trying to help. George calling it sucking energy. I'm trying to save his voice from being the most uh, the, the the unlistenable static voice. He's trying to call it sucking out energy. I'm just. You, it sounded like I was listening to an eruption. But you know, it's good. We're talking basketball today. Um, it's kind of weird because we've kind of taken off basketball for a while because. I mean, I think basketball is like the easiest sport to talk about, but at the same time, football is kind of king. So it's just, uh, we're kind of, but now we're here. We're in basketball, no football season. Even though this year, George, I must say, has a lot of football topics compared to usual during this time of the year. Yeah, I feel like all these NFL players thinking they're NBA guys and are going to get sneaker deals by talking way too much, and none of them are going to get a fucking sneaker deal anyway. So you can do all, all the talking you want and trying to you know become a brand and all that, but you're not the NBA. You're not LeBron James. I mean, even someone like – and I love Russell Wilson. Someone I'm just going to do another small thing. Someone as great as Russell Wilson, as amazing as Russell Wilson, as marketable as Russell Wilson, is probably on a global scale 5% of what someone like even James Harden is. What does it do sneaker deals? Oh, I just like, I like to say like in general, this is like, I don't think I, Sean Watson getting out of this functional Houston has anything to do with a sneaker deal. I think more has to do more. No, 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 no. But I just like to say that because it's like kind of the thing, right? In the NBA, it's a sneaker deal, and those are like what's the power? Like you don't got no sneaker deals, and if no one's wearing Russell Wilson cleats, and I love Russ, but in general, like all this NBA like versus NFL like power struggle. Let me tell you something: the NFL, the NFL. Brands, Cowboys, Packers, 49ers are agnostic of, in, of individual players. In the NBA, the players are the brands, right? The Golden State Warriors, if they were bad for three years, no one's watching them. So at the end of the day, the NFL players can try to get all this power that they think that they can try to have. And I'm not saying they shouldn't have it. It just doesn't exist yet. Now, that's interesting you say that because – one of our topics today is actually the opposite NBA players complaining that they don't have the same powers and they don't have the same double standards. I so, know. given that fact that you brought that up, this was not going to be our first topic. But to be honest, it's probably <laughs> the most it's probably the most current event as of today on February seventeenth that's going on in the NBA right now, and that's Draymond Green's comments. So you know what, George, as a segue to you talking about, Smooth. you know. Yeah, it's a good it's a good segue. As a segue to that, I'm going to talk about what the NBA players, aka Draymond Green, and there's a lot of people supported him, like LeBron and Dwayne Wade, not not shockingly, uh, supported his like double standard comments. And the reason I find it interesting is because I think on a global scale, George, like you said, we've or not even a global scale, sports scale, we've always talked about how NBA players have way more freedom, way more movement, and they do compared to the NFL. And this is where it gets interesting that maybe some of the things like a guy like Draymond Green says, which we'll bring up here in a second, some of those things might be real, like what he's saying, but at the same time, man, they have way more leeway than other sports. Like an NFL quarterback, Russell Wilson has 20 times less leeway than even like a Draymond Green. 
and he gets paid about the same. <laughs> so it's like, yep. <laughs> it is crazy because, you know, us sitting here will say things like, yeah, the NBA has it, you know, you're not NBA, but you have NBA players now complaining. So it talks about kind of like, the, at what point is it like, is never good enough, right? I mean, it's just not good enough, right? Like, I mean, the double standard. That, I mean, it's. I, I'm sorry, and I, you know me. I've always loved the Warriors, and I like Draymond Green a lot. But his comments were bullshit. I mean, at the end of the day, you have someone like James Harden. Is it double standard? If, if Draymond wanted out of the Warriors and decided to sit out and demand to trade him, and would, would that be a double standard? Like, no, it's both ways. The the teams seem like they can protect their assets as much as they want and the players seem like they dictate their moves as much as they want i mean anthony davis literally held the city of new orleans hostage and then got traded to the lakers carmelo anthony was like fuck you denver trade your whole entire uh, trade me to the knicks they did <laughs> i mean these the players well, are holding it I, but the point george his point is that there's a double standard not that they can't do it. His point is that it's a double standard. And when players do it, they get called. They brought up James Harden and he brought up Anthony Davis. His point is when they do it, they get treated like they're villains. But when the ownership does it, nobody says anything. So I think it's not even about do they have the power or not. I think it's more about Draymond's complaining that nobody like complains about like, nobody complains about it when the ownership does it and i have the right answer to why and i think i heard it on charles barkley's podcast bill simmons he's saying because the players have more of something to owe to the fans that's why yes, because absolutely like i don't give a shit if the Cavs ownership want to trade andre drummond like but does it who cares but you know I, what i, I do mean, care about it's also andre drummond like <laughs> let's not pretend like this is steph curry being sad out or lebron james or James Harden. This is Andre Drummond on the Cavaliers. <laughs> like, no, yeah, that's why the media is not an outrage and the fans are not outraged. Like, okay, Andre Drummond's not playing. Shit, I'm not watching the NBA today. Come well, that's now. the thing. Yeah, but there's a reason it's a bigger deal when Anthony Davis, when kids pay to go watch Anthony Davis, the best one of the top five players in the NBA, or James yeah. Harden, he's dogging it. Yeah, that's much worse than an ownership, like putting up a guy for trade whoa oh my god like he's not playing today and i'll read you the comments or should i play them on i can play them on here because people can hear it on the podcast yeah let's do it let's play the comments by draymond uh i don't know his middle name green uh, that's a good question what is his middle name share audio all right george you know, we're gonna play this I, I, I am gonna say, i'm just gonna take a guess his middle name is reginald doesn't he seem like a draymond reginald green Top five, top five, one of the worst jokes you've made on the podcast. Why is that? It's not a joke. I'm serious. Jamal. Are you serious? His middle name is Jamal. Jamal. Okay. That's close. Reginald. Yeah. Jamal. Reginald. Yeah. I thought his name was, I thought his middle name was uh, George Washington, but I guess I was wrong. Reginald. That's like Reggie. It's not that far. I just hear the comments. Great drumming before the game. Uh, sit on the sideline and go to the back and then come out in street clothes because a team is going to trade him. Bullshit. Because when James Harden asked for a trade and essentially dogged it, I don't think there was no surprise or no, you know, there's no one's going to fight back that James was dogging it his last days in Houston. But he was castrated for one to go to a different team. Rightfully and so. Everybody destroyed that man. And yet a team can come out and say, oh, we want to trade a guy. And then that guy is to go sit. And if he doesn't stay professional, then he's a cancer. And he's not good in someone's locker room. And he's the issue. And we've seen situations of Harrison Barnes getting pulled off the bench. All right. I, I do got to say, but I do got to say, I mean, Draymond's still getting millions of dollars to sit on the bench. And Draymond, I do love that Draymond will just call shit out. Like, James Harden was dogging, and if you don't think he was, well, he was. So he just talks shit. Like, I don't think he there was anything out of that. I, I Sometimes I think he just reacts without thinking. I think if, he doesn't really believe there's a double standard. I Or if he does, I guess more power to him. Yeah, I think the problem with a guy like Draymond is like what he's saying is not completely wrong. Okay. Right. But 
it's just one of those things where it's like, man, is it like, is it as bad as you're trying to make it seem? That's the real. No, question. no, absolutely. Like when he was talking, it just made me think of like, right. If you go to a really, really good, like Thai restaurant, for example, and you know, you want your pad Thai and it's really damn good. I mean, you ask for chopsticks and they don't have chopsticks. Right. And then they're like, well, you know what? this is Thai food. We don't really use chopsticks here. It's just an American thing. And people will be like, oh, that's bullshit. And I, I'm not happy about that one, my chopsticks. But at the end of the day, it was still really good Thai food. That's a great example, George. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I think Draymond Green, at the end of the day, man, I just think he has a, and I mean this in the most respectful way possible, and I'd probably do this too if I was in the NBA. I just think they got a false sense of reality when it comes to things. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, definitely. They'll, they'll bring up the topic of, well, people say we make so much money and we should just, like, and to be honest, from people that don't make million dollars to play basketball, like, sometimes, yes, I do think make a ton of money. I mean, what would he, would Draymond rather be an accountant that gets fired, making 80000 a year, and he's going to cry about that being fired? No, at the end yeah. of the day, big deal. Like, you're making, a hundred million dollar contract and nobody's saying that what the team is doing, like pulling somebody mid game or bunching them. Nobody's saying that's like a hundred percent the right thing. Right. But just like, just like a player dogging it the rest of the season is not a hundred percent the right thing. I think it goes, they're both the same shit. Yeah. It's the same but shit. He, and that then they really like, talking it's about like, why the media is more upset and it's pretty obvious yeah. why. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. Right? At the end of the day, like these guys like Draymond, right? And I'm not saying he's wrong, like or Andre Drummond sat on the bench in Cleveland. I mean, he went out of the bench of Cleveland, went into the locker room, got into his Lamborghini, Bentley, whatever it might be, and drove into his multi-million dollar residence, whether it's a condo or a really big home with a swimming pool. And then they're like getting paid $25 million and then they're, and someone's complaining. So yeah, the common fans like, yeah, I, I don't like that. And I'm not saying I care, but like a lot of fans do care. And I totally understand why they care when the players complain because their reality is so it, like 99.9% .9 of people would trade their reality for the, for the other's reality. And I don't think if you asked the players and gave them a truth pill, like Dr to dream on green, he would probably not trade places with 99.9% .9 of people on earth. Yeah, I mean, anybody that makes less money than it, basically. Um, yeah, he might trade places with, like, a Bill Gates or something. But he's probably not, like you say, he's not trading places with somebody that, you know, is an accountant or, like, works as a podcaster or whatever. Anybody that makes half the money. Yeah, exactly. So I lost you half the time because my headphones just stopped working. So but I'm good. I can hear you now. Yeah, only problem here is. I hear my entire echo. All right. Well, I'm going to so, reconnect my headphones. So, yeah. Well, I'm going to mute you for a second because a lot of noise going on. But um, for me, at the end of the day, a guy like Draymond Green and NBA players, I want to agree with Draymond in the sense that, yes, you are right that it's not cool that ownership can pull people mid-game, whatever. Just like, I think it's the same thing, just like James Harden dogging it is not cool. The only difference is kids aren't playing to go watch the owners at games. Like people aren't invested or in the Or Andre Drummond. Yeah. Well, no, there might be kids that like Andre yeah, Drummond. Yeah, there's, well, there's no one going like, to the games right now either. So in Cleveland. Yeah, in Cleveland there is actually. There yeah. is? Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. But the whole point is, because that doesn't matter. That part doesn't matter. There's no I kids know. that care what the owner's doing. As long as it's the right thing for the team. If you're one of your favorite players is doing something that's not right, even adults, like I don't give a damn what the Rockets do with James Harden if it's if they're doing the right things for the team. I care if James Harden's out of the court purposely losing and the team gets 10 times better when he leaves, even though he's the best player on that team. It shows that Absolutely. he was dogging it. And so for me, man, it's Draymond's right that the sentiment's different, but. And he's also right that it's both ways it's fucked up, but I think it's common sense why one is worse than the other. Am I? No, no, absolutely. But as I mean, moving off of that, I mean, I think we both totally agree there. The Golden State Warriors have been, I mean, speaking of Draymond, Draymond's been good and the Warriors have been good. And I was watching 
God, I forget who they were playing the other night, and they won the game. And Draymond had 15 assists and I think like four points and like 12 rebounds or something, so, something crazy like that. But Draymond and Steph just seem like they haven't really lost a step. Wiggins is really still the most disappointing player in the NBA. But they're the eighth seeded out west, and I think that's remarkable for a team that really, I guess, if you put them in a lineup, right? In, in you would not be able to like name a common fan probably wouldn't be able to name more than four out of the 12 players on the team. Yeah. Um, now I think Draymond's lost a step in the sense of scoring, but he's found yes. a way to become the Swiss army knife of the NBA. Right? right. And I have his statistics over the last seven games, which is kind of impressing impressive the way he's changed. He's averaging six and a half points per game, 12.3 assists, seven and a half rebounds, um, and a block and a steal, a block and a half and a steal and a half. So like you said, with Steph Curry not losing a step and almost getting even better because he has the ball in his hands more, at least statistically better, and Draymond kind of right. shifting from you know, being just an all-around guy to the all-around guy that also passes really well, right? With you mm-hmm. know, He has the ball in his hand more because he's the second-best player on this team. They are really becoming something impressive. And I just put, as you know, $150 on uh, Warriors minus two against the Heat tonight. And I'm a and I've been a seasoned warrior hater for the last five years, but this is the version of the Warriors that I enjoy. I wish I wish Clay was playing. But yeah, when Kevin Durant was since he's when Kevin Durant's not there, you get to see really the true excellence of a Steph Curry, I feel like. And you yeah. saw it when Durant's there, but there's something different when Durant's not there and you see the Curry that like, oh, he actually can win these games by himself. Yeah, you just wonder, like, I, I don't think uh, they would have, like, won more. I don't know if they maybe would have won one more championship or not if Durant never joined there. But you kind of wonder what it would have done for Steph's career and Steph's legacy, right? I mean, you wonder if he had won one more championship. I mean, I think most people universally, even if you're a Steph hater, already have him as a top 20 player of all time. And he's the best shooter of all time. And this year, he's actually putting up numbers that are similar to his unanimous MVP season, which is pretty impressive in itself. But it's, in it's, general, it's also because Clay's not there, so we got to take into account. He also like yes, absolutely, the ball absolutely. Times more, <laughs> more, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, in general, it's been a very impressive Steph season, and um, th- I guess you're right. This is the Warriors team we'd like to have seen this whole time, but it's just in reality we never got to see them because of you know Kevin Durant being there. And I, but uh, in general, if you're a Warriors fan, or if you're a Steph fan, or if you're the organization in general. You wouldn't trade those Kevin Durant years. You won two championships. So I guess like at one point, like I wish we could have seen it and know the alternate reality. But if you're a fan of that team, you're probably like, yeah, whatever. We won two championships in three years. Yeah, I don't think I don't think a fan would ever ask for the alternative yeah. reality because you won championships. But I think can make the argument that mm-hmm. he put himself down the list. He let Kevin Durant kind of pass him in some sense by allowing Durant to come in two championships and being two-time final MVP. Like most people have Kevin Durant higher than Steph Curry in their all-time list. But I think in right. reality, Steph's probably the better basketball player in my eyes because mm-hmm. I don't know if Durant would have won a championship if he didn't join. I mean, from what I'm seeing from Russell Westbrook now, like, for example, if Durant just stayed in Oklahoma City, I don't think they would have won a championship. So it's kind of a weird, like you said, it's kind of a weird situation because it did help Steph's resume, but he also like allowed somebody else in his era to jump him. While without mm-hmm. that, I still think he would be higher than Kevin Durant on an all-time list, for example, because I think yeah. he would have his championship and he might have gotten one more against LeBron those Cavs scene. They probably wouldn't have got two more, but I think he would at least got one more. Um, right. And... I just think Kevin Durant would not be as highly regarded as he is today because I just don't think he would have won unless he obviously went to like Houston with James Hart. Maybe it would have been different, but I'm just saying in the mm-hmm. sense of Steph Curry, Curry kind of like allowed Durant to pass him while yeah, but in reality, I think, I now, think that would have happened. I think all time now, most people have, at most, I would say 50-50 split vote, have Curry over Durant. It's like that. It's like Shaq and Kobe. Like literally – People, you think so, most people have Curry over Durant? Yeah, I really do. I think they do because I I think most people would have Curry over Durant. I mean, 
If yeah, I, I'm pretty sure most people would because of what you said. Maybe they think Durant is better as a overall basketball player, but Steph Curry with the impact all time list. I think Bleacher Report put out an all time list last year. They had Curry over Durant by one slot. I, but I think they're like the Shaq and Kobe. I think some people ha- will have like Shaq 9, Kobe 10, or Kobe 10 and Shaq 9, and just kind of vice versa. I think they're always going to be etched together. Either basketball reference, like Hall of Fame probabilities. Mm-hmm. Like you even have Steph Curry's at 40, number 42, while Durant's number 26. Like even basketball reference statistically has Durant ahead of Curry by a pretty large frame. I'm, I don't know if we're just listening to things. I just, personally, this is a personal opinion. This is something that really can't be argued, but I, or really like researched outside of like statistics. I, from the sentiment I hear online on podcasts, I have a feeling that most people rank Kevin Durant higher than Steph Curry. And, and I feel it, it's the other way from what I've read and what I've seen online. I think because of what he, the move to joining Steph's team, but whatever it doesn't really matter right i mean it's kind of i think it's still unwritten so like one of them yeah. is in brooklyn i, I would be interested answer. to like put a poll out maybe we'll put a poll out on twitter and see if we can get some traction who do you rank i like that actually that's a yeah discussed on our podcast yeah i'll link the podcast below i actually really go. like that that's a good idea if you're listening to the podcast you can find it either at pod that or i put it to it on not hoops or at the sports on tap on twitter or wherever I'm going to put out a couple of polls, maybe on Instagram too. I'm actually very interested because you f- you sound pretty confident that people will vote Curry, and I feel pretty confident people are, would say Durant. But, but here's the thing. I think Kevin Durant is more like, okay, if we're going to talk about who's a better basketball player and like who does more things overall. That's not what I'm saying. Like, I'm saying where people but, would but rank them all Rank time. them all time. Would- See, that's like I would. That's how I'd frame it. Like if you said who is better at basketball, Curry or uh, Durant. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about I, I know, I know. Who's higher on the all-time ranking? I yeah, know Kevin exactly. Durant's going to come out on top. Yeah, I, I'm people. pretty sure Steph would come out on top. You're, you're gonna, I, I don't think you know the reality of how many people don't like Steph as much as you do. <laughs> um, all, same with, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kevin Durant is not like everyone's most favorite player. Correct. I'm just telling you. I'm feeling right, pretty last confident. Year, I, I do, I do, I do want to say last year, according to... Um, if you give me a report. report, oh yeah, because that's uh, that's the anti. No, I'm just telling no, you. No, no. I'm telling you right now. Let me just finish. This yeah, is the anti. What people you're gonna get to vote on Twitter? If it's Bleach Report says one way, you're gonna get the opposite reaction on Twitter. Uh, uh, okay, but I, no, I'm just saying in general, they've ranked Steph Curry tenth all time, and they ranked Kevin Durant fifteenth all time. And then the basketball ESPN's all time basketball. I'm not saying like this is like the you know be all end all like i'm just saying like a couple ranking sites that i've seen in the past they have here kevin durant this is espn just for example they have durant 14th all time and steph 13 all time that's both too high i think anyways for both of them Really, that's where I have both of them. I think. I think. About I think that's where. 14. I think that's where they land at the end of their career. But I think there's that, probably a you know couple what, that's, guys. That, that's a good point. That's where I think they'll there's, land at the end of their career. That's a good point. Because because here's the deal: if they both never make it back to a finals, or like don't win anything from now, mm-hmm. they're probably like 19 and 20th. Not. They're not top 10 with. They're not. Durant's there's a not huge gonna, drop off after 14, 15. So I think they're both 14 around. Durant winning no titles outside of Golden State mm-hmm. is not going to leave him at 13th of all time with two rings and never winning one away from Steph Curry. He's just not going to be 13th to everybody. That's just the reality. I mean, you guys like Kobe Bryant's like 10th on people's list. Right. But there's a, I'm just saying there's a huge drop off after that. That's my point. That's fair, but the but the so drop like, off. So it's like they're they're in the with the Barclays, the Dirk Nowitzki's, Carl Malone. That's like that, and David Robinson. That's where that kind of jumps, puts them in. I don't know, like like J- Jerry West, Julius Irving's fourteenth on CBS, three time yeah. NBA champ, NBA ABA, whatever, like. I don't know. Yeah, it's just hard. Like my thing is, is like, it, do, do you, you count an ABA championship as half or a full championship? 
I mean, if you count Kevin Durant's championships as a full, probably got to count, count the ABA. Count ABA. Count the ABA I'm, not even ta- I'm, I'm not even talking crap about Steph Curry. Steph Curry did what he had to do. He won one without Durant. But yeah. if you're going to count Kevin Durant's full championships, I mean, come All on. Right, that's fair. That's fair. That guy, he need he really needs to win another. Anyways, do you think the the Warriors are going anywhere this year? Do you, do you find any any hope? And I mean, there's as good as they've looked recently. There's still a chance they don't even make the playoffs. I think they're going somewhere, which is the playoffs in the first round, and then going home after. I think it's all about next season. But I think they are. I think they will make a playoff, and I think it'll make it'll be very um, it'd be a very good achievement in Steph Curry's career. It's. And, but I, I think there's a lot, some buzz about him winning MVP, and I disagree with it because I think if you get the eight seed, they should not have a chance to win MVP award. I'm sorry. And I love yeah, and they are the eight seed, um, and they're not going to get any higher than that. Well, they could get like seven, but they're really they're really not passing. Uh, I don't think they. You got a lot of ruckus going on over there. You all good? There's a. I'm going to mute George. We got some more ruckus today. Uh, um, George, can you explain to people what happened? You? Did you drop? Did your headphones drop on you again? Because there was some ruckus. Yeah, and I don't know why they drop on me, but I just put them back in the case. And Have you been touching your phone? Back. Nope, not once. Interesting. Well, anyways, mm-hmm. Warriors probably don't have a chance to go higher than like seven because the only team I can see dropping out of here is maybe the San Antonio Spurs. I don't know how they're a six seed still, but I don't, you know, I don't see the Warriors passing a Nuggets, Phoenix, Portland, LA, LA. Would there be Utah. anything more clipperish than the Warriors getting the seventh or sixth seed and playing the Warriors, Clippers in the first round and the Clippers losing that series? It'd be kind of swag. It'd be rare, but it'd be clipperish. Yeah, because it'd probably be more like a three-six matchup. It looks like I feeling the Lakers will keep that two spot or one spot. I do too, and the Jazz but, will be the one or two as well. Yeah, and speaking of the Jazz, let's move on from this Warriors because somehow yeah. that was one of our like side topics today, George. But I know it, it, it was interesting at least. Draymond sparks a lot of controversy. Anyways, a lot of our other topics today, you know, they're a little faster, interesting topics outside of this one. Let's talk about the Jazz, okay? Because interestingly enough, they are, they've won what, 19 out of 20? I yep. think, yeah. And um, they were one of my, uh, I think, locks for under season win totals this good year. Job. So good job, George. They have the second best defense in the West behind the Lakers, while also they are the second highest scoring team behind the Clippers in the West. So, I mean, we're talking about a team that has become an offensive powerhouse in the West. And a defensive powerhouse. They've won 20 out of 19 out of 20. They're 23 and five in first place in the West. And this all happened, George, Mm -hmm. since Shaq, because as we all know, Shaq just hates current players. He's talked, you remember, he talked shit about Rudy Gobert for a while. And then, if you you remember, he remember that awkward Shaq interview. Yeah, with Donovan Mitchell. Yes. So, so. Shaq came out and said, George, he's taking credit for the blossoming of Donovan Mitchell in the Utah Jazz this year because of the pressure that he put on him. He said, I never hate. I just try to give constructive criticism. My whole career, I've been a leader, and I motivate my players a certain way. So you're welcome, Utah. Now, what's interesting enough. That's a great great way to uh, hide your bullshit, but I like it. Interestingly enough, first of all, they're 23 and 5. So... It's not like you could have made that big of a change. They had only lost, what, four games <laughs> when he said At this? At that point, yeah. Number one. Number two, George, somebody, of course, on Twitter, because everyone finds a way to do these things. Before Shaq's interview, Donovan Mitchell averaged 24, 5, and 4. And after the interview, he averages 23 and a half, 5 and a half, and 4 and a half. Um, with the same, basically, actually shooting a little less from field goal percentage, a little less from free. So throw. it didn't help uh, that much. Didn't help at all. Statistically, the team's just doing what they continue to do before Shaq said that. And Rudy Gobert still the best defensive player that made as a big man. And they have Bogdan Bogdanovich. They have Joe Ingles and they have Mike Conley and they have Jordan Clarkson averaging 20 points a game. And the Utah Jazz are. Remember when, when best LeBron, LeBron's like, oh, I have jo- Jordan Clarkson. I have no one. 
But anyway, that's a different story for a different day. Um, anyway, my point is, I mean, it was his like number two guy. So it's it was just like number. Who else was on that fucking Kevin Love, Jordan Clarkson, uh, Jeff Green, uh, George Hill? God, that team was awful. And J.R. Smith, don't forget. But Rodney my thing <laughs> in Rodney Hood, uh, the Jazz man, like it goes to show that you don't have. I mean, they shoot threes. Every team shoots threes in the NBA, but they're not built around just shooting three point shots only, and only doing that the whole entire game. Like they're kind of a good interior outside defensive team um i like how they play donovan mitchell is really good i i could see why he rubs some people the wrong way he's kind of like salty all the time i'm not really like the biggest donovan mitchell uh fan as far as his personality off the court because i think he tries too hard to be cool but he's a nice guy he just tries too hard to be cool i'm not i'm not into the try too hard to be cool guys who donovan mitchell i feel like he tries too hard to be cool no, no, he's a. What are you talking about? He's like he's thriving a nice guy, in Utah. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He tries too hard to be cool. Like that's one thing about him. But Mike Conley, I don't think he should make the All Star team because it's just kind of cool that Mike Conley never makes an All Star team. He's like the best guy to never make an All Star team in history of the NBA. So I kind of want him to continue that streak instead of being a one time All Star Mike Conley. And uh, yeah, other than that, that team is really good, man. I don't know what much to say. They're not going to win the NBA championship. Like, let's be real with ourselves. But like, that's cool. They're really damn good regular season team. Yeah. Uh, I um, got to give you kind of a rebuttal on something here, my friend. I'm sorry to tell you. What's that? While the Jazz seem like not a three point shooting team, and you're not mm-hmm. going to like this one. <laughs> In January. Yeah. Last month, when they started this hot streak, the Jazz made 20 triples in one of their losses to the Nuggets, giving them mm-hmm. the last game of January, giving them 285 for the month of January, the most a team has ever made in a calendar month in history of the NBA. What's their attempts, though? Uh, By teams. I don't know, but okay, well, they Utah's also first in the league in three point attempts. Okay, I'm an idiot. What the, wait, wait, after Sunday's games, the Jazz are averaging 17 yeah, yeah. makes from three, which is the best in the NBA. Also, hey, I mean, they're, they're leading the league in, hold in on, three points. First in threes, point attempts per contest at 42 and a half. And they broke the 2016 Houston Rockets record okay. of 278 threes. They made 285 in a month. Yeah, well, by the way, it's because I, it doesn't I seem like it. I know what you mean. They don't seem like it, but like in general, I tweeted a video yesterday and it was on my TikTok of like, the, uh, I don't know if you saw Peter Griffin found a bug in a basketball video game and it was like, yep. and my offense is corner three, steal, corner three, steal, corner three. That's what the NBA has become. I love the NBA, but God, the nuance, like, I, I I would kill to see a guy do a dream shake in the post for once. The only guy who does it is like Jokic and Embiid. But like, really, it's way too many threes. Forty-two attempts a game from three. That means they're shooting almost a three-pointer a minute. It's too much, and it's work. But it works. Okay, well, Grandpa on the podcast today is going to just talk about how much he wants to cry about the Jazz three-point shooting. I'm going to talk about why this is so cool because. <laughs> I'm not a grandpa out here. And George's favorite player in the NBA somehow is Steph Curry, but somehow he's bitching yeah. about threes. It's a guy. Oh. It's a guy. It's not the team. Like, you know what I mean? My man. I know you love Steph Curry. He's the reason teams are shooting 47. Teams. I know. That's that. I know. Guess he's what? And guess what? That team that is doing that now is the number one team in the NBA. So yeah. I guess the big thing here is, George, is. Can you, in the NBA now, and what the Jazz are kind of teaching us is, and what Steph Curry taught us, if you're not a good three-point shooting team, if you don't have the personnel, it doesn't work, and it's stupid, right? But if you have the personnel, you got to think about this Utah Jazz team. If you have Joe Ingles and Bogdanovich and Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell, and you have Jordan Clarkson, if you have a team with those guys, I mean, when they signed Bogdanovich, it was good because it's added three-point shooting. And they signed Jordan Clarkson, it's good because it's added three-point shooting. And Joe Ingles shoots mm-hmm. threes. And Mike Conley shoots threes. And Donovan Mitt, you they have the roster. And when you have the roster with a lot of those, you know, we're not talking about J.R. Smith three-point shooters. We're talking about like right. Joe Ingles, Bogdanovich, Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, guys that take smart shots. And 
when are you, you have Jared that Smith's shot selection wasn't very good in his career actually neither is jordan clarkson's but he's on that <laughs> sure. team but quinn snyder as a coach and as a sixth man you know maybe it works and yeah no absolutely i just think at the end of the day the big question for you though george is do they have a real chance to contend or not they don't i mean they do like i guess i guess it just depends on your theory of what is your definition of contending is this team going to win the nba championship no i mean i'm not going to go out here and guarantee it but they're not going to win the nba championship this year they will not win the nba championship this year then your answer is no because you didn't allow the last two years we've done this podcast for a while you did not allow us to call the rockets contenders when they would make it to the final four to the conference finals every year they said they're not contenders Duh. Well, Sammy, 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 Sammy. So, I, I said it depends on your definition of contender. No, no, no. I'm just telling hey, you what you're saying. No, I'm telling so, you what you're saying. Yeah. Because you were thinking, yeah, my, it depends. George's definition okay. is if you're not going to win the title, you're not a contender. So Okay. Yeah, sure. That's my definition. Yes, they're not contenders. They, 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 they're going to lo- – look, dude, we're not going to have the Utah Jazz versus Toronto Raptors. I used to think the Raptors weren't contenders and they won an NBA championship. It took – Clay Thompson tearing his ACL, Kevin Durant tearing his Achilles, and uh, and Kawhi Don't Leonard turning into. Don't be that guy. guy. No, I'm just saying, be like, guy, yeah, because no, when, I'm going to be that LeBron guy. LeBron lost that's Kyrie what, and Kevin Love. You no, didn't no, 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 no. Wait, wait, let me finish. No, let me let me finish. Yeah, the Jazz can win the NBA championship if like LeBron and AD get hurt in the playoffs and they play the Lakers. That's my point. Yeah, but. That's not a real contender either. Right, okay. right. That's, that's, that's kind of my point. Like, when you I, talk talking... about contenders, you're talking about our teams when everyone's healthy. Are they actually the, the top threat, basically? To win the championship? No. no. I, I mean, I still think 76ers, Brooklyn, Lakers, Clippers, fuck, even Phoenix, I think, have are better equipped to win in the NBA playoffs than the Utah Jazz. You know who's not? The Milwaukee Bucks. Throw that yeah, out. that's why I uh, did not mention the Milwaukee Bucks in uh, those sentences. Oh, I would. Adam Silver will be doing fucking cartwheels if we got the Bucks versus Jazz in the NBA Finals, huh? That'd be kind of cool to me. Would it? To me too. It would. Well, speaking of Anthony Davis's uh, injuries, George, I'm always I'm finding the segues today. Speaking of his injury, that was our final big topic. Before we have a couple fun ones to talk about, really quick. Um, and I think this is kind of the biggest, one of the biggest pieces of news in the NBA right now is we, a lot of us thought he potentially could have tore his Achilles because yeah, do, 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 Dr. Gerger, Sammy Gerger, MD tweet, text me torn Achilles, Anthony Davis. Like, all right, dude, relax. Well, no, it's actually, it was a very common thing that people thought because I know I he actually know. did strain his Achilles and most people thought it was a torn Achilles because the, same thing that happened to Kevin Durant, but happened to be in the finals, is for some reason the dumbass Lakers were playing Anthony Davis on the strained Achilles and strained calf in the middle of a season. Why? Yeah, somebody need like either the med- someone on the medical staff fucked up and needs to be fired, or somebody needs to like be penalized in this organization because if he really had that injury, a strained calf before the game, he should be taking a taking a break midseason. No, I totally agree. I mean, I, you're not trying to win the regular season here if you're the Lakers or LeBron James. You're trying to win the NBA championship. I, I couldn't agree with you more, man. Like, it, it just didn't – it baffles me why he was playing. It made no sense, and it's it wasn't necessary. No, 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 absolutely. And I, I couldn't agree more with you. I'm glad it's not a torn Achilles, um, but – you got to be careful if you have to sit like, I don't care if you have to fucking sit him out all the way until the playoffs and get him back in round one. Cause let's be frank, like whoever they play in round one, the Lakers are going to beat. And like, if you have to work them back during the playoffs until you get to the NBA finals, that's the only thing you ca- should be caring about is winning the NBA finals. Yeah. Nothing else. And I guess this, you know, he, he's a generational talent, but he is injury prone. Yes. Um, before joining LeBron James in LA, he missed 108 regular season games due to every part of his body injuries, right? Um, due to various year, ailments. Well, the, the article I'm reading is uh, a Myrid, Mirad, how do you say it? 
My, my, I, I want to say Myrid, but I I don't know how you actually pronounce that word. Myrid, Mirad. Yeah, of Mirad the, sounds very Arabic, but we're Arabic, so. It, a variety Arabic. of injuries. Yeah. So Anthony Davis games missed by season. Um, last year, they were lucky. He missed two games, it looks like. 2019, 20, the 19-20 season. But before that, it was 26 games. Seven, seven, 21, 14, 15, and 18. Uh, a series of sh- shoulder issues caused him to use t- uh, double shoulder sleeves. He's had Jesus. multiple knee injuries. He's had foot injuries, bone bruises. And there's a breakdown that you'll probably you'll be able to see on our website at thesportsontap.com. A year-by-year breakdown of his different injuries that he's had and leading up to what we have today where the guy is oh sorry he missed way more than two games last year this this was from the middle of last year but now he is back with an injury in in this new season so i mean we're just talking about a guy that tends to get hurt a lot and the last thing that you want to do is be in a situation he's luckily knock on wood never had a bad enough like injury for it to be missed the season right but you don't want to put your this is like lebron's final couple prime years <laughs> maybe on the on the line yeah, um, it's going to be a problem, and it's been a problem with Anthony Davis's whole entire career. I mean, just a lot of big men have this problem when they're a little bit, where they're a little bit more susceptible to injuries. Uh, you're like you said, you're lucky. He's never been hurt significantly. He hasn't had that ACL tear. Knock on wood. He hasn't had that broken leg. Knock on wood. But. Achilles, that's scary, man. That's scary. And you just don't, I mean, you just don't want the Lakers to have to, I mean, they just re-sign him to a contract. You do not want him to have an Achilles. If he had an Achilles here, that would have been an absolute disaster for the Lakers and LeBron James. Yeah. And I mean, he has a current Achilles and calf strain. So, I mean, those things go hand in hand, I'm sure, with with an Achilles. And we saw Kevin Durant, unfortunately, tears Achilles coming back too early. I was shocked that they were playing him. I'm hoping he stays healthy because, man, if AD gets hurt, that that's I mean, like you said, we never you can never count out LeBron, but that, that's one of the more devastating moments for LeBron probably at 36 years old. If somebody yeah. like AD was to have well, to miss the rest of the season, especially with the, the other guys on this team. I mean, I don't know who you're going to for a big bucket at the end of a game. Yeah, he's always had at least like a, you know, he's had his Dwayne Wade to Chris Bosh and like Kyrie to Kevin Love. This one goes AD to. I don't know, Montrez Harrell, like Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, exactly. You have not no guy in creators. Not all-stars, yep. So, hey, I have I a question for you about Montrez Harrell. Why does everyone assume he's good at defense and when he's really shitty at defense? Like everyone was talking about, like, oh, Montrez, like anyone who's like a casual basketball fan always talks about Montrez. Oh, Montrez Harrell, defense fan. Like I, I, there's no, nothing to back it up. Like, is it the, is it the cornrows, and that he played with Kawhi Leonard last year? Like, why do people think he's a good defender? Uh, effort. Is it just effort? It's like one of those things yeah. where if you like work, like run around really hard, you look like you're good at defense. Yeah, he's like that, like Dennis Rodman type of guy that like dives and runs and talks shit and tries really hard. So you'd assume that that equates to good defense. Are you t- is there any statistics that you specifically have that say he's an awful, awful defender? Or are you just saying from what uh, I'm No, I, I just know that like statistically last year he was one of the worst defenders in the league. <laughs> like he was like really, really bad. Yeah, um, I don't know what his defensive rating is this year. Yeah, but, I don't know this year, but I know last year was really bad. It's just one of those things. Like, I think you're right. It's energy, right? Like, even if Pat Beverly, who was a good defender, was not a good defender, you just assume he's a good defender from the way he acts. Yeah, but he's actually a good defender. But he is a good defender, yeah. I'm just saying if he wasn't. The reason I think it is, George, he's the type of guy, I'm just looking at his statistics here, like he comes off the bench, plays 25 minutes, and averages 14 and 7 yeah. And good, you know, great offensive player. Yeah, but just also just like the way he's just one of those like work hard, dirty work type of guy. Yep. And even if it's bad on defense, when you try hard like that, it does, it does, you know, I guess it just comes across different. Okay, fair enough. That's a good answer. That's fair. No, very. I like that. Um, 
All right, George, let's get into some really quick, fun, random topics here. I love it. Number one, I mistakenly told you this differently before, but it turns out today, today's 17th. This was on, this was yesterday then. Yesterday, Mm -hmm. a better in Vegas placed a $10,000 bet on the Wizards to win the NBA championship. Okay. They are currently eight and seventeen and are second or worst in the Eastern Conference. The bet would pay out five million dollars. Sounds like a um, lot of money. Yeah. Uh do you I mean they Yes, I have a theory behind this. Yeah, I mean they've managed to win like two two games. They haven't managed to win two games in a row yet this year. Okay. first of all, how many games out of the eight spot are they? Wow, that's a great great question, George. Because the only reason I could see anyone even freaking even thinking of doing this bet is what I'm going to serve you with here. Going to serve you guys a little delicious plate of profiteering once I know how many games back there. Yeah, see, this is the problem. I know you're thinking about a hedge bet or like, but they are in second to last, eight and a half games out of first, five. So either. Three and a half games, I guess, out of the eight spot. How many games you said? I'm sorry. Three and a half, but they're second to last in the East. No, no, I totally understand. Okay, so here's the theory behind this, and I don't think this is smart at all, but if they could somehow manage to sneak into the eight spot, you could literally risk. You have a $5 million ticket riding, right? They're not going to win the NBA championship. You can bet $2 million on them to lose the first round, another million and a half on them to lose the second round, or another million and a half on them to lose in the third round of the NBA playoffs, and you'll come out on top. But they have to make the playoffs. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, I know. That is the problem. But that's that's kind of the theory behind it. Hmm. And you also have to have $2 million, $5 million of money lying around a bet, too, like if you want to hedge it. They can't just go to Vegas and... Well, like let's say you had let's say you bet two million on them to lose in the first round, another two million on them to lose in the second round, and another million on them to lose in the fifth third round if they get that far. That's five million dollars. Yeah, or he's just gonna sell it if they make the playoffs, like sell it for eleven K and like come off and sell the mm-hmm. ticket, right? Other yeah, options. Or something like that. They did win tonight, though. Did they beat Denver? Um uh yeah, Denver, uh, Bradley Beal. Uh, hit the game-winning free throws. Oh, because I saw all these tweets about Jamal Adams, you know, probably hitting like a game tire or something. They did. I think that – is that two in a row? That's uh, two in a row, yeah. It might be their first two in a row. Did Westbrook play? Actually, Westbrook did play. Wow, a triple-double. They, they uh, usually don't win when he plays. They're like That's 4-12 when he plays. He played 39 minutes, uh, 5 for 15, 12 points, classic Westbrook. But actually, you know why they've been good the last two games? Russell Westbrook taking less shots than Bradley Beal. He was 5 for 15 while Bradley Beal was 8 for 20. And this is what Westbrook's stat line was, 12, 13, and 12. Since he stopped trying to put up 20 points, the last two games I think he's done this like, you know, 15 points, 15 rebounds, 15 assists type of shit. Mm Mm-hmm. When he does that, he's actually a very great player for teams. The problem is when he starts shooting 25 shots a game and focuses on shooting. So the Wizards have and they have a chance to make the playoffs. And they're that yeah, weird exactly. type of team that has enough talent that if they made the playoffs, it wouldn't absolutely shock me if they found a way to like, you know, if they found a way to come out of a first round, so to say. So are you the guy who bet ten thousand dollars on the Wizards to win the NBA championship? Maybe. <laughs> no, but it the Warriors. So let's just root for the Warriors tonight. That's all I got. Uh, stupid bet. All I got to say. Um, I agree. We also have the topic, George, of LeBron James, of course, had some words to say about football. You know, it took 49 minutes into the podcast to get into LeBron James. I think we just broke our all-time record for longest, like, without getting into a LeBron topic by Sammy. Well, I mean, we did NBA mention podcast. LeBron already. Yeah, I'm talking about NBA and LeBron topic. And it has nothing to do with basketball. LeBron James Whoa! had invitations from the Cowboys and Seahawks to try out back in, what was it, 2011, I think? Mm-hmm. And he said this week, I would have made the team. 
Now, he apparently was very, he really considered the Cowboys invitation. He said, I would have made the team. I would have tried out, but have made team. One thing about it is I don't mind working for something. So if I had, if I had to try out for the Cowboys Seahawks, I would have stayed home and went back home to Cleveland. I had tried it out. I don't know. He was just babbling. But he said he knows he would have been capable of doing it. Now, my question is, Okay. I, do you I think he actually could have been an NFL tight end? Yeah, I do, but I don't. It just depends. Do I think he could have just like walked in in 2011 and decided to, like, he'd have? I don't know. Was he going to quit basketball or was he going to play alongside, be a two sport athlete at the same time? Like, what, what, like that's where I want to know. Was he, if he was actually considering it, was he considering quitting basketball to go play football or was he considering to be a two sport athlete? If, I think he's lying if he's considering quitting basketball, go play football. But I think he's telling the truth if he was like, all right, can I fit being a two-sport athlete? And I think he would have made the team. Of course, they're not going to cut him. I mean, just like you put him on that. If you just if, – if he sucked, the best – worst case scenario is you put him in a goal line and you throw him a lob towards the corner of the end zone and hope he can come down with it. Yeah, I mean, you look at some of these tight ends out here that didn't even play like high school football. Right. There's been a lot of these guys. And uh he could he could do it. I just don't yes. know if he'd be as good as he thinks he would be because it's hard when you don't play a sport for a while. But yeah, but I mean, do you blame him, right? If you're that good at what you do right now, there's no way he's gonna sit there and be like, Yeah, you know, would have been an average NFL player, probably third string tight end for the Cleveland Browns. Like, of course he's gonna think he may, he's gonna make it. It's also different than like when MJ played baseball. Baseball is a very more technical sport. Right. Like it's but a lot even MJ. Than- MJ is like, I'm going to go play baseball and become a major league baseball player. Can't even get out of double A. Yeah. He's like, actually, you're not good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We don't so blame like, you, but yeah, you're not good. Like, or like, speaking of that, Tim Tebow retired from baseball today. And other guys like, I'm going to go play in the major leagues. Like, no, you're not. Yeah. Like, sorry. It's actually much harder than that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but. It would have been cool to see him on our. our I like that the Seahawks were part of that. It'd been cool to see. The oh, I would have loved it. And I, I, you know, I, I don't know how much truth there is to the rumor that he was considering it, but it's cool. Well, he said he was considering the Cowboys. He didn't really mention considering the Seahawks, but I remember they did oh, send him a jersey. I'm not. <laughs> I don't blame him. Was he going to leave the NBA and come to Seattle to play football? Would make no sense. Um. Outside of that, though, I mean, this guy LeBron James, he, I, I would trust him doing some. I, I would trust him, I guess, being decent at football. But you know, I think it's so much easier said than done. I like how you can call him this guy LeBron James. Like you know, in case you haven't heard of the guy LeBron James, he plays basketball. Never know. Some moms out there that might not know who LeBron James is. Good point. Next up, we're going to talk about Tyler Hero, George. And speaking of Tyler Hero, he's fucking me over here on this bet as the Warriors go down like 12 points in the first quarter. And Tyler Hero just keeps hitting threes. And I've bet on the Warriors twice in my life now. This is the second time. And last time I bet on them, George, you know what happened? They lost to the... They got blown Brooklyn. out. They got blown out. Well, maybe tonight's will be... Blo- Sometimes it's better to lose a bet in a blowout and like find out and then turn on the uh, Serena Williams versus Naomi Osaka uh, tennis match and then watch the whole game and then lose by one point. Yeah, I'm just not understanding anymore why the Warriors are favored in all these games that I'm betting, and they're just getting their ass whooped. But speaking of the Heat, more importantly, is Tyler Hero. He uh, enters the breakfast cereal game with Hero's cereal. It's a limited-time cereal. Uh, It has the Miami Vice colors and everything on the box. Um, And he's... I, I don't know why he's doing this, but He's, it's the release of Heroes Fruit Hoops instead of Fruit Loops, you know, Fruit Hoops. Yep. Part of it's going to, to charity and whatnot. It's like super random, but at the same time, I guess it's kind of, you know, I think it's kind of dope. I, I think it's pretty dope as well. So good good for him. He has a the one of the hotter girlfriends in the NBA Instagram models, so they get a, each Heroes together. That's all. It's fun for breakfast. That is true. That is true, but I don't. I don't think this is going to be a long time staple cereal at people's houses. No, people were bitching about it on Twitter, though. They got it. And it's just repackaged uh, fruit Fruit Loops, really. Is it? I mean, that's what it looks like to me. And some guys like 
attack Tyler Hero. I was like, fuck you, Tyler Hero. I thought I was getting some special cereal. This is just repackaged Fruit Loops. I'm like, what the fuck well, do they you think, think it was going to be? Yeah, like drugs? <laughs> like, like, yeah, I was like, well, I what thought do you this think? was cocaine. <laughs> like, no, no, seriously, think about it. He was so mad. I mean, he's probably just trying to be funny, but like, what did you actually think was going to be in the cereal? I don't know. It's Miami, George. There's a lot that could have been in that cereal. In Miami. Yeah. If we're talking about like the Milwaukee, but if Giannis made a cereal, I'm not expecting nothing special, but this is the The Miami Vice Colors. The Ante to Coupos. That works. It works. Can't lie. I'm going to argue with that. Can't pronounce them, though. It doesn't fit on a box, but that's okay. It doesn't. Well, I guess that's all I got, my man. Uh, NBA is, uh, we're going to be back talking more NBA here next couple of weeks and it's NBA season. I mean, there's no more football. It's kind of weird. It's our first podcast really. with like no more football right. like, coming up, but there are going to be a lot of moves happening. I feel of quarterbacks. So I think so days. too. I hear one last question for you. Which quarterback is more likely to, which quarterback is most likely to get traded? Oh, that's an easy Carson answer. Wentz and yeah, Watson. Wentz. Okay. We're, all right, here's a better question. Where does Carson Wentz play next year? Indianapolis. Where does Deshaun Watson play next year? San Francisco. Ooh. Uh, okay, Russell Wilson. That's not that shocking. He's like, I think it's like his, he's like second in odds, I think. To oh, really? I didn't know that. I thought it was like, I mean, they said today they're not bringing back, they're most likely not bringing back, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, unless Deshaun Watson. I mean, that could maybe be a sign for Deshaun Watson, man. So I'm saying, you said, whoa. And I was like, well, yeah. I think I think his odds are, I mean, he's like plus 350 to go to the 49ers. All right. I think he starts the season in Houston. I don't think they trade him. That's my my prediction there. And I think with you, Carson Wentz is a Colt. Yeah, the reason these ones are, I feel like it was so much more fun like a month ago. Deshaun Watson, I guess. I think they hold the best odds still mm-hmm. of him not going anywhere, like you said. But with them, it's like, you know, I think he has, they have odds of, well, Denver's jumped from, well, jumped from plus 1,000 to plus 300. The Dolphins are plus 300 and the 49ers are plus 350. Okay. So there's a lot of different odds there. There is, but the top odds for Watson is just playing in Houston, too. So, yeah, the I, weird I just thing don't think with they NFL quarterbacks, him. yeah. I do if they get the right package. The problem is just so good that like like the Eagles can get rid of Wentz with the, even if it's not the most amazing package, right? right? But with a Carson Wentz, or even like when people start talking about Russell Wilson with the Seahawks, if if the package isn't that good, why the hell would you trade him? That's what right. I like like what are the Texans going to do? Take Jimmy Garoppolo? Whoa, yay! What are, like hey. what do we do for our future? I know, but you know what? I kind of blame Deshaun Watson for this whole mess too. I mean, he was mad that they got rid of deandre hopkins when he signed a five-year extension right after they traded deandre hopkins like could you could have you could have not signed the extension too bro disagree that's how football works because otherwise they would have put him on a year by year franchise tag and in football you gotta just take yeah, the money towards acl this year he doesn't get the money look at carson that's wins. a good point that's a good that's a that's a good point too so it's got to. It, it's a business. This it's is, not like, but like, it's like the Houston Texans. Like, we're gonna act like this organization is so shitty. I think he's been in the NFL now what four seasons, and they made the playoffs three of them. <laughs> I mean, they also don't have any history of being good, so you could go. I mean, they're also they also have no history. I mean, they're a young organizations. So, but he. I mean, they've made the playoffs almost like I think in. 70% of his season, 75% of his seasons. And like San Francisco's made the playoffs once in his last seven years. The Jets suck. The Dolphins haven't made the playoffs forever. Like out of those four organizations in the last five, 10 years, like shit. I mean, Texans and 49ers are the two best, but it's not like, you know, the four, it's not like the, he, if he went to the Jets, it's not like he's leaving the uh, dumpster fire organization for uh, the, for the Patriots. Correct, but I don't know. Sometimes you don't know what goes on inside. You know, sometimes you just don't like that place. Yeah, oh, totally. I totally agree. Yeah, I'm if I was a quarterback and I had guys like DeAndre Hopkins get traded, I don't know if I'd like that place either. 
You're right. You're absolutely right. I'm not living in his head. So as he's watching DeAndre Hopkins dominate with Kyler Murray, like I just don't know if he's exactly. like, oh, no. Nice. I just hope Deshaun Watson doesn't end up in the NFC West. Holy shit! I mean, that we'd have Russ, Murray, Deshaun, and Stafford in the division. Yeah, it'd be shitty for the Seahawks. Exactly. <laughs> it'd be awful. But yeah. Uh. We'll do like a little, uh, you know, NFL quarterback carousel pod or something. I like lot, that. There's a lot happening. Maybe that'll be next week. Much love. You're listening to Pod That with the George Wood Brothers. And you know you can always find us at Pod That on all platforms. TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And you can find at the Sports on Tap on all those platforms as well. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you may find us. Much love. Uh, and George? What's up, you know man? what they call us, right? The best brothers in sports. And this is the Sports on Tap. Your internet's favorite pub. Your favorite one. Peace. <laughs>